and welcome to the Buck and Bernie Show. And today we are live from KZMU Moab. Uh, our first live show. Yes, indeed. And, uh, you know, today we're going to share the love. <laughs> it's right. all about Valentine's. It's, it's a, such a very special moment in life, which it's very confusing to me because Valentine's Day should be every single day. Well. Don't you agree? Well, it would be hard on the pocketbook if it was, but <laughs> yeah, but you know, the, no, you the heart. share the love every day. Sharing right? the love, it that's take what money we do. To show the love. So, but we're going to talk about what, to, how to celebrate Valentine's Day. If, say, you have that special person, you want to really show, let it shine that day. Valentine's is one of the busiest day in the restaurant business. So we're first going to discuss about. A good way to take your loved one out and celebrate at a rest, fine restaurant in that. Uh, yeah, I think, that, I think that the most important thing right now is that you need to make your reservation today if it's not done already because the demand on restaurant is just incredible. Right. I mean, uh, just before the show, we were talking about where I used to work before, and we would refuse about 1,000 reservations per Valentine's. It was just the demand is so crazy. So how far ahead would you book up? We were booking up, uh, I would say, almost like a month a month in advance. Right. We were already booked up, yeah. So, I mean, over here, we have uh, quite a few restaurants in Moab who are really awesome, who I'm sure will have, uh, you know, availability as well as if you live in Grand Junction or in Monticello or all, all around. I'm sure that there will be some availability, so. Right, right. But the important thing is... Do it as soon as possible. As soon as possible. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, look at your options and think about, you know, what your significant other would like. It's, it's like the whole thing is about treating them to a special occasion. And so you want to take, if, if someone is, loves Asian food, you want to take them to an Asian restaurant. If they're a steak lover, take them to a steak restaurant. Mm -hmm. but, but when you get there, it's, it's all about, I think sharing the experience and even sharing the menu uh order you know order dishes that you can share because it because it's sharing yeah it's this Valentine's. is this is a this is a great way the great time also to be able to uh, to try something new, to experiment at the same time. You know, you, know, it's, it's, you have a comfort, comfort level, comfort zone, but, but there is that dish that, you know, maybe, honey, we should try it. And usually because you have two people who are going to be trying that dish, it becomes an experience. So you are not only uh, sharing that experience together, but you also are looking at what is in front of you which is that, that beautiful dish and could be the, the, the presentation and the texture and the flavors. And then, of course, in my opinion, as a good Frenchman, you need to make sure that you have a nice wine pairing with it. Right. I That's mean, all. You want to make it an event, so you want the cocktails, the mm -hmm. wine, the whole thing, desserts. Uh, it's a time to splurge. And, and that's the other thing. Cocktail. Don't, don't think about the don't think about the pocketbook at this time. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Forget about it. Forget about it. It's <laughs> yeah. once a you year. You have that credit card. And yeah, yeah. It's, take it's, advantage it's, of it. It's all good. Now, talking about cocktail and talking about uh, uh, also, um, I would say, wine pairing, I think that we have a very special guest, which is your son. And I'm so, right. I was so happy to, to meet him. He's just a wonderful person. Yep. My son, Ian, is in the studio with us today, and he is the uh, beverage manager at the Ore House in uh, Durango. And so uh, 
By the way, we have a caller, so let's see. <laughs> bonjour, Hello, bonjour. Is... You're on KZMU. How may we help you? Hi. Yes, I wanted to see your, the show that you guys were going to do, the live. How can I see it? Oh, you cannot see it. You have to listen to it. You have to go on kzmu.org, and you'll be able to, uh, to listen to all the wonderful things that we're going to be sharing about, uh, about uh, uh, Valentine's. So, you know, it's going to be a, a, it's really, really cool because you will be able to learn about the food and wine pairing. And also, when you are going to kzmu.org, you'll be able to get some recipes in case you want to celebrate, you know, at home with the family. Awesome. That's amazing. Thank you so, so much. You're very welcome. And uh, happy Valentine's to you and your family. Thank you. Beautiful day. Bye-bye. Okay. So, our first caller there. Um, Let's get back to Ian. So, Ian, uh, your experience of maintaining the front of the house restaurant and what makes Valentine's different than other dining days? Man, so Valentine's Day itself, it be it's something, it's something very different. It throws, uh, it kind of almost feels like it throws a curveball at the restaurant industry because you have a lot of people that are going out for that extra special time and some people some people understandably might be going out to have a dinner that's they might be stretching the pocketbook as you were kind of mentioning just a little bit more which can be something that'll make a few people a little maybe uncomfortable um and so really it's being it's being up front with people um and kind of bringing them in and showing them that real sense of hospitality and making them feel feel welcomed and taken care of and also um, giving them the space, giving them the, the attention they need and the space that they need to enjoy themselves. Um, so you might have a very, you might have a very different situation where you're trying to entertain a couple guests. And then you also might have this, you might have the, the lovebirds that just want to sit there and stare into each other's eyes. And they're like, stay, stay, stay back. This is our time. Right, right. You got to read the customer. Yeah, and and the as far as the customer, people should take advantage of the well knowledge or the knowledge of of the wait staff mm-hmm. uh, to help them guide them. I mean, because that's what they're there for. So take advantage of that. Say, listen, what what would you recommend tonight? Or, you know, let them with their knowledge in that just take the stress off you. Really, think about this. Be very up. Be very upfront with whoever's serving you, and and they'll do the same to you. Be like, hey, we're here for a nice night. Um, even tell them, be like, we don't normally go out to a place like this. Like, can you can you can you help us out? And they'll they'll take they'll take care of you. They'll right. Also, you, if you're thinking about splurging and getting a nice bottle of wine um, or a bunch of cocktails, let let them know. Be like, hey, hey, so this is our top end like we're not expensing this tonight so what's what's good what's drinking really good right now um what's the best way to navigate this menu and they'll they'll accept you with open arms and they'll go from there don't be don't be afraid of saying that you got all the money in the world to spend tonight and don't be afraid of saying that hey you know we might want to we might want to keep this kind of under under wraps but all in all it's your night you deserve you deserve to splurge on yourself like you've earned it i think what's important is to remember in our business which is hospitality and restaurant is that we are there to create experience and memories and 
that memory and that experience can be the uh, the starting of that relationship who is who is going to be for the rest of their lives. What I mean by that is that from there from that experience they could get engaged and married. And, and we have a lot of people actually when. Uh, we take advantage of that particular, particular situation, that time, where they come in and there is proposal. I mean, I, in my restaurants, when I was at the, at the Marine Room, I have seen so much diamond rings that I could become a jeweler. It was just <laughs> unbelievable. And it was like, you know, you have to hide it under the dessert. And the other one, no, this is for the appetizer. And it was like, it was so much fun. But at, at the same time, you know, it's, it's a very special moment for everyone. And we have a second call. Bonjour, this is Chef Bernard on KZMU. You are live. How may we help you? Oh, Chef Bernard, it's your friend David from San Diego. How are you? I am very good, David. How are you doing? Good. You know, my favorite dish from the marina has always been the scallops and your... The mud pie. I mean, you've had so many great desserts, but finishing off to dinner with the mud pie and your scallops has always been my favorite, and of our families too. Oh, thank you so much. Well, you know, we were talking about what is what are important um, Valentine is, as well as any other time that you are visiting restaurants. But this is the time that you really are able to celebrate and go on that journey. So, uh, yeah, definitely, diverse scallops. So uh, when you're cooking scallops, if you're cooking scallop at home, for example, because we're going to give some cooking tips as well, is that you have to make sure that you sear it at very high heat and you cook it medium rare. So like they, say, they stay nice and juicy. Well, thank you and take care. Good luck. Thank you very much. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. All the way from San Diego. <laughs> yeah. This is pretty cool. So let's get back to the rings you were saying. That uh, What's the most interesting uh, way that you've hidden the ring uh what we were doing is we had one ring uh one time we did a uh, pyramid a chocolate pyramid and the pyramid uh the bottom of the pyramid is a hazelnut crunch and it was hollow inside and put it right inside and we had some gold dust on top and it was a little a little handle that you could just lift on that particular one so we served the dessert and uh <laughs> The gentleman is looking at the waiter. It's like, okay, so what's going to happen now? So the, the the server just went, and we have a surprise, and he just took the top uh-huh. off, and and it's just like it's so special. But it, what's special about it is not only for the couple. You have so many people around, and suddenly everybody is applauding, and there's so much energy who is just going through, rippled through the restaurant, I would say. Right. It's really, really awesome. Joining the celebration. Yeah, it's really, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful time. So you've never actually baked it into a dessert? Uh, no, no, <laughs> no, no. But that'd, I, be, that'd be a little risky. Uh, <laughs> yeah, especially when you have, you know, you know, two carrots, three carrots, four carrots, <laughs> ten carrots. You go, oh, no, we're not going to do that. But, you know, I, as, as I was getting, you know, one night I had about a dozen uh, of those rings, and we had to put the names. You have to make sure that <laughs> the ring is going to the right table. And, uh, of course, it went really, really fine. But you're it's responsible it's, for a lot yeah, of money. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But you're responsible also for that very, you know, special moment. That's why I say that, you know, you have a lot of people who, who, uh, who propose on those nights. And, so, yes, one time we yeah. got a, I have to think about it. Okay, it was like, so. oh, ouch, ouch. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go. Let's go ahead and get back to, okay, so when you come into the restaurant, you've got to guide them through the menu pretty much. If, if they're unaware, of, let's say it's their first time to the establishment, 
It's it's the way that you take it, guide them through the menu, right? I mean, yeah, I'd and, say when you and come the important in, thing is to take the time, right? When yeah, when you come in, I I like what both of you are talking about. It's it's a day for sharing. So if of course on Valentine's Day it's going to be that day that you have you have someone singing across to you and you want to experience every little every little nuance of every little dish that's coming out. I myself when I go out to eat and this is just about every every night I go out to eat but on Valentine's Day open that door really wide and say we want to try all we want to try all the tasty things. We want we want to be here a long time. Um I like this, I like this, I like this, which you can ask them which ones are good for sharing um, instead of having them maybe bring out two different dishes at the same time. They have their soup and you have the salad. You could even suggest like, hey, can you bring us out the soup and then bring us out the salad? Kind of slowing down, you know, slowing down the whole experience just enough. Um, Of course, you're going to kind of eat through these a little bit quicker because it'll be the two of you, but... That's a great way to. That's a great way to kind of continue with that that couple's romance version of of the dining experience, um, and then ask them like, what should what what should we get to what should we get to drink? You could even have them split a cocktail and try to pour it in the two glasses so that you can have the same cocktail at the same time before your bottle of wine. So um, think about it as a as an experience. For the two of you, if you're into that kind of thing. Right. And they usually, Valentine's, the chef will present a special Valentine's uh, yeah. menu, dinner menu. Yeah, I was, I was going to so jump on that one, actually. Uh, yeah. And it should, you know, because the food should be sexy, you know, for Valentine's. That's it. That's and there's it. certain s- dishes that I consider sexy. Oh, I'm sure. And my, my favorite oh, and sure. is... Uh, Oysters. I knew he was fresh say oysters. oysters. <laughs> I was going to get to that. <laughs> He's going to say oysters. I was so surprised it took him that long to get to the oysters. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to back up just a little bit. Yeah. If you want to have a an, an amazing dinner, an amazing uh, journey at the restaurant, the restaurant needs to be ready. So he goes back to the to the chef having the right food, the the wait staff to really having a pre-shift and with the chef to make sure that you have the right pairing, the food pairing, and your suggestion. Because there's going to be a lot of new items that most likely are going to end up on the menu. And if the staff is not ready for it, then it creates really, it creates a problem because it slows down service and then, it, you know, there's too much unknown. So if you really know, then it re- it's really very easy to have the the right food pairing uh, with your food and wine pairing as well, as well as cocktail. But the thing that we have to remember also is we're talking about our regular diners, but you also have diners with a lot of dietary restrictions. And those diners, you know, if you have a vegan coming in and you, are, you don't have a vegan restaurant, you should be ready for vegan. You should be ready for vegan. Right. No matter what, you should them. be ready because this is a very special moment. And that's where sometimes... Uh, Restaurant kind of forget about it. So if you have dietary restriction, when you make your reservations, just make sure that you mention it. So like this, we take notes in our restaurant, right. and you will be welcome with open arm, and as well as mocktails. You do, t- I'm sure, tons of mocktails. 
and because a lot of people, you know, do not really want to do alcohol. And we are here in Utah, there's a little bit less consumption than in California. And forget about France. Right. Well, because in France, definitely, we will drink it. <laughs> right. But non-alcoholic drinks are becoming more and more popular. Yeah, it's and fun. And there's getting to be better, better and better. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. There's some uh, incredible uh, non-alcoholic beers and, and, and cocktails, say, mocktails. I'm sure. Tell us about mocktails. Mocktails are mocktails are amazing. Um, there's not just not just the old school idea of oh lemonade iced tea, um, lemonade iced tea non-alcoholic mojito, but now nowadays there's non-alcoholic spirits and some of them are really really great. Mm-hmm. Um, if you see any bar that has a mocktail list or or they can speak to a mocktail list that they have in the selection that has non-alcoholic spirits on it you know they're paying you know they're paying attention to their to their non-alcoholic beverages and they're going to be delicious it's right well if you think about a a cocktail it doesn't really get its well depending on on the spirit of course but a lot of them gets the flavors from the other ingredients besides the alcohol it's going to be it's going to be really well balanced and in harmony so like this you don't overshadows uh, any other of the um, of the spirits that are, that are used or the juices, you have to be really well balanced. But but I want to go back to your oysters because <laughs> it took you exactly 16 minutes to talk about <laughs> oysters, and I just okay, wonder I for I you because it looked like we're going into the aphrodisiacs, uh, <laughs> spices and ingredients. So why don't you tell us what do you like? What's your favorite ingredients? Besides oysters. Besides oysters. My favorite ingredient? Yeah, besides oysters. Well, for Valentine's, uh-huh, the, for Valentine's. the other thing, uh, chocolate would be. Yes. Mm, I mean, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a time to splurge. Spices. And the other thing about, you know, we mentioned mocktails and, and wine. And the thing is, you don't want to overindulge. I mean, <laughs> you just don't want cocktails and wine and, and on and on. So it's, it's, it's a good time to mix it up. Mm-hmm. So you might want to start with a mocktail and then drink wine and then just so you're not like totally overindulging on the alcohol. Yeah, you don't want to pass out when you go home. I mean, <laughs> right. you know, it's, it's just like, like oh, how was I, your Valentine? Oops. Oh, Valentine's? I forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you can mix it up. All right, so we talk about Valentine's couples, but I think that, and we're going out. We're going to talk about cooking at home in a minute, but... Don't forget the kids. Don't forget family who are coming, you know, with the children. I mean, this is something that we had at the restaurant as well. Uh, when I was at the Marina, we had a kids' menu. I was, and we were really high fine dining, but we had something for everybody. So you have to make sure that, you know, when they are coming with the kids, that the kids are part of the celebrations. So this is why, you know, the, the, the lead, you have a cocktail, the adults, you have a mocktail. The children, so they're part of the celebration. I think that's that's very important. Right. Yeah. You can, and if if you're bringing in the kids for Valentine's, mm-hmm. and, indeed, they're going to have to be. Yeah. Uh, keep them included. Yeah. Uh, you have need them to be ready. exactly included yeah. in included in the whole process. That's it. Right. Another thing too is think about you have you have you have kids that might not be as adventurous of eaters, and maybe they just want something simple. But if they're not going to have a little bit of something throughout the entire meal, they're going to get a little restless, and then that's right. going to kind of take away. So find find a way to keep them included throughout the entire meal, so that they can they can be engaged and have fun. Right. 
So, so this is hustling and bustling because you know the restaurants are going to be very, very busy. There's another way that you can work it out. You can do takeout. That favorite restaurant will be able to prepare that food. You take it out. You take it home and share it with the family or with your loved one. And you will have, I would say, almost as good as a, uh, as a, as a journey because you will have the fireplace there, the smooth music, the bottle of champagne. Oh, la, la. So that's a great way to do well, it. Well, and, and restaurants are more into that now because uh-huh. of the uh, pandemic. They're more prepared for it. it. It used to be a pain in the ass for the restaurants, but now it's, it's something that they have adjusted to. And it's a big part of the business now. It is. And it's accepted. It's going to stay that way. I I would also say, though, with that, um, just because think about on that day, uh, if you're going to be doing takeout, call ahead of time. Exactly. Give give them a call at, Mm -hmm. if it's for dinner, give them a call at at maybe 2 o'clock. Um, or maybe even earlier, maybe the day before, and let them know, be like, hey, when can I, when would be the best time for me to pick this up? And when, you know, should I call you back and let you know to confirm? Just so, just so you can be a little bit um, aware of them being really crazy and give them the time they need to, to fine tune and have that takeout meal be just as good as the thousand people that they, thousand people that they're doing at their restaurant or a thousand people that they're turning away. Well, there's, an, uh, there's one thing that I really like. I mean, I love the restaurants because, you know, we, that's what we did all our lives. And, uh, and it was a big day for us. But I have to tell you that uh, cooking at home, a really nice dinner for, for your significant other is so romantic as well. So because at home you have control of your time, you have control of, of, of everything including your food. The only thing is, if you are, if you are planning on having it at home, you need to plan ahead, right. like Just now, write on your menu, write down what she likes, what he likes, what they like, and make your uh, list. Then you'll be able to have a menu already done. Then you can do your cocktails list. You know, make sure that you have all your beverages and uh, your bubbles. Of course, you need a bit of bubbles. It's valentines and then um and and then make sure that you do recipe who are simple right don't simple go ahead don't don't go beyond your abilities it's not the time to experiment in that just do keep it simple Mm -hmm. within your abilities depending on what those are but yeah don't it's not the time to like oh i'm going to try this dish i've never tried before and experiment with it and it may not come out so well. So just be aware. Just do, keep it simple and something that you can achieve, which exactly. is a lot. I mean, exactly. I mean, you, you can make it uh, very nice, simple dishes that uh, will be great. Yeah, so. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, you, you, if, you plan, if you plan ahead, what I mean by planning ahead is that, you know, during the day, you have your little, this say, cheese tray, your, cheese, your, your little uh, fromage. 
ready to go. And then if you have a little cold appetizer, I like to do a cold appetizer because being a cold appetizer, it's in the fridge. You take it out of the fridge and, you know, cocktail is going or, or a little champagne is going and or whatever is going. It's going very, very smoothly. And then you do, I like to do a fish, but it would be something that I will not, I would say, cook in the house on the flat, like searing, for example. If you sear salmon in your home, your bedroom smell like salmon and the whole house <laughs> smell like salmon. So what I like to do is I bake. So, for example, I will have a baking dish. I will have my salmon, but I will have, you know, a little bit of white wine, a little bit of my favorite vegetables, and I just bake it. If you bake it, you don't have the smell. So this is, those, are, those are the easy recipe that you can really do. Right. The thing that you want to make sure when you are cooking seafood, for example, as you know, seafood is expensive, is you have to have recipes where you're using, I would say, a fish who have a good amount of fat that you can braise, for example, instead of saute. Just braise in the oven, and it will come always nice and moist, and it will not be overcooked. Because as soon as you're starting to talk overcooked, then it becomes really, it can ruin the mood, I would say. <laughs> yeah, right. So speaking of appetizers, cold appetizers, easy to prepare. Also, oysters. You, also, you can take your time. You can take your time with cold. You can take your time with cold appetizers. Eating them as well. No, oysters is actually. I, mean, I think is, that is a very good thing to do. I think home. that love is oysters, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. If you want to know about oysters, call my friend Tim Buckingham. He <laughs> no, will no, tell you about it. Actually, and I checked into. I love it's it. like where, where do you get oysters in Moab? Well, I went to the uh, fish counter at city market and i says can you order special can you order oysters and they said yes you can order oysters special do special fish orders through through them and they can have them like within a couple days or so two yep. or three days i think so i was looking at that as well it's uh it's something that you can do here in moab even you, you know i'm kidding about the oysters but i'm from Brittany, where right. we i grew up with oysters so oh, we have another call <laughs> Hello, this is the Buck and Bernie Show. How can we help you? Well, bonjour. Uh, bonjour. How are you today? Very good. How can we help you? Good. I have a friend, and uh, she's Italian. I was hoping to make some risotto from her, and I wondered if you had a recipe. Oh, yes. We have great recipe for your friend. Now, what type of risotto that she likes, first of all? Oh, I think she likes carrot risotto. Oh, a carrot risotto. Hmm, a rabbit. Uh, so the important thing when you are cooking risotto is to make sure that uh, you cook it with love. What I mean by that is it's slowly cook. It takes about 18 minutes to cook, and you don't add your broth all at once. You do it into three different parts. Uh, risotto should be a little bit crunchy, exactly like the carrot. But, you know, if you can put some shaved truffles on top, it's even better. And finish it. I like, right. to fi I like to finish it with a little bit of uh, Parmesan and a little bit of mascarpone as well. It's very, very Italian. Yeah, yeah okay, it's a I dish you have, to, it's, you have to pay attention when you cook risotto. You, you cannot leave it. Mm -hmm. You're there stirring it constantly. And like you say, you add your, mm -hmm. have your liquid heated as you yep. go and keep adding it as yep. a, and let it absorb it as you go and keep stirring. That, that makes a nice creamy risotto. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's very special, actually. And, and what's great about it is you can have both, uh, both people cooking the risotto together. 
I mean, you know, I like to have mushroom risotto, for example, because it's really nice and meaty, and it is just, it is so awesome. Yeah, and there's a lot of things yeah. you can do with risotto, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Risotto uh, isn't super isn't super complex. It's just you have to, you have to take your time. Right. It's precise. Mm-hmm. It's very, very precise. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Have a great one. For you, too. Thank you. Okay, nice. So we're talking about risotto, which mm-hmm. is a nice dish to do on Valentine's. Yeah, it's a really yeah, great thing you to could do. do it with, it goes great with many things. You could do it with scallops, shrimp, mm-hmm. seafood. I you think can, beef. You can do it vegan. You can do vegan yeah, risotto. I still yeah. want to bring the vegan because there is, there is a very large movement of, uh, of people who are vegan. I mean, I did vegan for about uh, three, four months. I thought I would never be able to do it because I'm French. So it's like, you know, without the butter <laughs> and without the cream and without everything that goes with it, it's going to be like... But it's really delicious, and there is, there is a lot to it. Okay, another call here. Welcome to the Bucks and Bernie show. Bonjour. Bonjour. This is Summer. Oh, bonjour, Summer. Hey, Summer. <laughs> How <laughs> are you? My three favorite people in one place. <laughs> All right. We were just talking about you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, your ears must have been burning. Oh, were you talking about me? Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. All good. All, All good. the good things. All good. I Mostly. hope so. What is well, your... I have a question. Yes, what is your question? It might be hard to answer, but I'm wondering if you have any recommendations for what kind of wine... Um, just any of your favorites that I can buy locally in Moab at our smaller liquor store. Well, the first question before we answer your question is what are you having for dinner that night? So like this, we can mm. recommend the right varietal and uh, the right wine or the bubbles. Okay, so say I'm having oysters for appetizer. A surprise Good am I. Good girl. Ah, yes. Good A girl. surprise <laughs> am I. Mm-hmm. Oysters. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oysters. Bubbles Champagne. are fantastic. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. You don't need to. You don't necessarily need to splurge with with bubbles to get something that's that's good. There's yeah. a lot of uh, there's a lot of great Italian bubbles. It would probably be a solid bet. And I haven't been to the Moab liquor store yet today, but I can probably <laughs> fix that in a little bit. And uh, oh yeah, I I I imagine they have a great um, a great yeah. prosecco there. They do have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that would be a, that'd be a fantastic that'd be a fantastic way to go. Also, um, Spain has a lot of uh, has a little bit of sparkling wines which you might not find there. Um, and my personal favorite, which you probably wouldn't be able to find, would be um, with oysters would be like a manzanilla or fino sherry to go along with it. Mm. Something that might be very hard to find um, at this at this store. But I don't know. Who but, knows? But, I, but wait, you still have time to go to Grand Junction. <laughs> it's one and a half hour away, the Frenchman say. It's one and a half hour away. Well, I should have done it when I was there a couple mm-hmm. days ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So after the after okay. the oysters, what would you what would you be planning on doing for dinner? For an, maybe for an a- after appetizers or getting into the main course or even and even don't forget yeah. about ask us dessert too. Mm-hmm. Have you got so your menu after. thought out, Summer? Well, not quite, but I have an idea. I know that I want something light with dinner, and probably, I mean, a fish would be great, but if it, if we had oysters and fish was too much, then maybe we could have, of course, just a beautiful steak mm-hmm. and um, a small portion to keep it light. 
And uh, so if I was having steak, I'd probably want a red wine. So what kind of red, red wine, wine goes do you know great of? Great with steak. Um, uh-huh. You can definitely any red wine will go great with steak. If you're thinking about doing something on the lighter side of red wine, um, there I, there's probably some uh, Pinot Noirs out there that would be great, and they especially French Pinot Noirs have great acidity that goes well with rich meat. Um, Mm. But you can run the full gamut with almost any red wine and have it go delicious with steak. Um, Think about what you're having having with your steak, though, uh, to kind of complement it even further. If you're going to do something earthy with mushrooms, mushrooms, you might want to be wanting something a little bit more old-world style. Mashed potato, mushroom, asparagus. Mm -hmm. I, I, I like a nice big cab or meritage. You know, those meritage are really, really oh. good. And, you know, they, they, they don't have to be American meritage. They do, they do great meritage. I had a Cambernere, Tempranillo, and Petit Verdo the other day, and it's from Chile. And it's, you know, mm. there was, I bought it in a um, Grand Junction in that liquor store over there that runs by the by a family, and it was, that was really awesome. And not expensive for somebody like $18 a bottle. So you, you can don't get have to bring the a bank. great bang for your buck Not with bad. Spanish uh, with mm-hmm. Spanish wines and um, yeah. Argentinian wines or um, Chilean wines, and they're going to go great with steak. They well, eat a lot of steak down in uh, South America. What are you having for so dessert? Um, chocolate. Chocolate-covered strawberries, of course. Chocolate-covered so, Oh, yeah, that's good. Chocolate goes, <laughs> or red wine goes well with chocolate, too. So fort. Mm-hmm. I go for fort. If fort. You're, yeah, if you want to diversify. Yeah. Do you yeah. have but it? I'm just saying, if you have any leftover oh, red yeah. wine, just go ahead and Also, Also, if you wanted to do something dry um, for dessert, as a fantastic variety would be Grenache. Um, oh, yeah, Grenache is good. Yeah, very good, very good with the, very good with desserts, light, approachable, floral. But, yeah, thanks, little, Summer. A little bit pepper, yeah, that's cool. So, All right, Summer, yeah. so we're going to wish you a happy Valentine's Day. And enjoy. Well, thank you so much, gentlemen. It's so nice to hear from you. It is a pleasure. Good to hear from you. Thanks for calling in. Ciao, ciao. Bye, Summer. Bye. So summers. It's a good way to kind of. It's a good way to kind of think about what um, what you might be having for for dinner, and then how to kind of get in that mindset of what you might want to go along with it. The one thing I'd say though, if if you are a if you're someone that's cooking at home and you don't normally cook steaks, be a little, you know. Be a little wary about steaks. I liked what uh, Bernard said about uh, braising stuff and cooking them slower for that. Uh, for that, you know how it's going to turn out. So if I do some braising, more exactly, what I will do is I would do a uh, like a beef bourguignon, which is a you know braising red wine and and really nice and tender. But I still have to tell you that a night like that night, a petit filet mignon. That you usually cannot mess up right. with a little bit of crab or a shrimp or a lobster tail, which are available here at our local store. Because I saw that the other day, I was surprised. It was lobster tail. I was like, oh my God. And they have shrimp and they have scallops, and they, there's still a lot of things available. And you can really do a nice surf and turf. I like a little surf and turf. It's just one of those things where it doesn't have to be big, but it just delicious it's that special moment it's just like it makes it as special in my book as going to a restaurant right and that's that's what i was going to mention is like so 
even though you're doing it at home, make it a special occasion. Look at the details. Mm -hmm. Break out your fine china. Mm -hmm. Set the mood. Set the lighting, music, flowers. You want all that. You want to set everything to be just beautiful. And, yeah. and start thinking like a restaurant just a little bit. Right. Think of yeah. what you how when you go to a restaurant how they how the atmosphere in that. And, and it's, that's for a reason too. So And over here what do you have at home? What you have over here in this part of the world, this part of the country, it's very similar to what we have in Brittany, is winter or cold and usually people have a fireplace. And I have to tell you there's nothing more romantic than just having that dessert right by the fireplace with a glass of whatever. Or it can be just a coffee or coffee drink or just something. It just, it just wrapped the evening so nicely. You know, it's, it's really special. But if you don't have a f fireplace, candles work for Oh, yeah, well. definitely. Yeah, have, definitely. Have some candlelight, yeah. candlelight dinner. Mm -hmm. really. Lots of candles. And like I said, have, have something that's scenty, something you can smell, that floral, either bouquet of flowers uh, citrus is nice to have. Put put the citrus in the water. Just to, uh, that also works on your. Uh, do, do you know what I like? Smells. Do you know what I like? I like natural, natural <laughs> fragrance. Do you know what is natural fragrance for me? Is when you go home and you have your cooking and you're using that fresh thyme and that rosemary, those natural uh, uh, essential oils from cooking itself. Just perfumes the whole the the whole house. That's pretty. That's pretty cool as well. Some people, you know, uh, don't really care sometimes about the vanilla scented. Uh, uh, I would say candles. But the thing right, is, right. when you when you have when you have this going, it's like, for example, let's say that forget about it. I'm I don't have much money, but I want to do something very special, and we love a whole roasted chicken. You buy a nice big chicken and you put all of your vegetables around it and you just put that in the oven and you have, that's just like the house smells like joy. It's just like, I want to be here. And then what will I have that night? Most likely a nice Pinot Noir. Definitely. Or light red, like you were talking about. Mm -hmm. just, just something really celebrate the day. Chicken is a great go-to dish. Yeah, it's, whole it's affordable. It's when done right, mm -hmm. it's great. You know, mm -hmm. just don't overcook it. And three fifty, three fifty. Put some garlic and onions in the cavity, and then some spices that you love because spices are very aphrodisiac as well. And then you just put <laughs> that in the in the oven, a little bit of butter, or a little bit of olive oil, whatever you like. But then you know you cook it very slowly. So most likely, a five, just a six pound chicken. It's going to take about one and a half hour at about 350 degrees. And you let it rest when it's, when it's, when it's ready. Don't eat it right away because right. as you cut it, all the juices go everywhere. We want the juices to stay insta inside. So you just let it rest. It means that you have time to have another cocktail. <laughs> and, <Right>. then, <laughs> and then you can have chicken. It's so, so good. It's the same way with the meat, too. Let yeah. it rest. Mm -hmm. don't, don't, you never just want to take it off the grill or the oven or whatever and cut it right away. It's very uh, essential that it rests. You know, you talk about chocolate. So if you guys have a chocolate cake 
don't keep the chocolate cake in the refrigerator. Bring it to room temperature because this is where the chocolate will really shine. All the, f- all the, the fragrance and the, and, the, and the flavor is going to be so good. If you take it out the, from the refrigerator and then you slice it and eat it, you, you're, missing, you're missing the beauty of, of that gorgeous um, ingredient, which is chocolate. So Valentine's Day is a day. It's a special day. It's the whole day. Yes. So what about doing something special for the morning for breakfast? Well, you can, do, you can do breakfast. You can do lunch. I like to do the day after breakfast as well. Yes. So something simple but very nice. I mean, just French toast, French you know, toast. something. And, and, especially if you have the kids. Let's say that you have the kids. This is where you bring everybody in the kitchen. You know, you do the pancake and you do the French toast and you do, you put the bacon in the oven and, you know, you get, you just start this already for the, for the day. But remember that if you're having a pretty big breakfast the day of um, Valentine's and then you're having a nice lunch, then it becomes what you were talking about, the overloading. And then at nighttime, you won't really be able to, to, I don't know, to enjoy what that special evening is supposed to be. Yeah, maybe you could skip lunch that day. Yeah, that's what I would do. I would skip lunch a day, yeah. yeah. Or you have a nice salad for lunch. I think the, the, the thing that I would also want to bring up is that this region have gorgeous greens. You know, you go to the store, the local store, and the local markets, as well as the, uh, the local artisan and... Um, and farmers really have beautiful greens here. You know, I went to the store the other day, and it was like, you know, fresh spinach just right around the corner. And, uh, I mean, you, you just name it. It was just like, wow. So I've been eating a lot of winter greens, and they are simply delicious. So at the same time, you're able to help your local farmers and, and shopkeepers to also celebrate, because for them, it's a good day for, for them to get a, a, a great reward. Yeah, I was amazed. I went to in the co-op the other day, and uh, the variety of greens they had available. Squashes. Yeah. We talk about new squash that I discovered. So I know butternut squash, but I look at these little squash. It's a tiny little squash. It's about maybe it's five inch long and about three, four inch, you know, round. And I'm going, what? What is this stuff? And it's like, it's not a butternut squash. It's a honey nut squash. And I never tried it. So I took it home and I cooked it. And this is this is the experimenting, the, the things that we talk about that you should do at the house. And when I cooked it, because I was cooking it for a little baby, so I was making baby food, and it's like the starch and the sweetness was twice the regular bonnet squash. So this is this is the time that you want to go to that uh, to, to the local stores and to see what they have available and build your menu around it. And it's a, that, that makes it really, really fun. I like what you're saying about these local ingredients, too, and, uh, and just going out and getting really nice ingredients because if oh. you're thinking like a restaurant, too, what, uh, what can really set apart this from being just any meal that you come to would be a really – think of really nice garnishes, some things that you might see at a restaurant, and maybe it's a – some shaved radishes to put on top. Maybe it's some, um, some some nice herbs that time. What makes that chicken better? It'd be like a, making an herb butter to rub on top and just all those little 
those little ingredients that you wouldn't normally get a squeeze of lemon or a splash of olive oil on top of something that you'd just make as a normal meal can really bring it over the top it just you just made me think about one dish that you can make two days ahead a nice soup or a nice bisque because what happened is when you're making a soup or you're making a bisque when you make it that day it tastes delicious two days later it tastes incredible because all the flavors develop right. as you know as time goes by so those are the things that also everybody can do and for, and for dessert you need to look at things that you can really uh, uh, have fun with so we have a recipe that we put on kzmu.org um, website and a bunch of recipe that that we did together uh, and there is a um, chocolate souffle that you can make in advance it's almost it's almost like a chocolate cake that you bake into that uh, into that cup, but it will souffle a little bit. The great thing about it is you can make it in the afternoon, put it in the refrigerator, and you just put it in the oven at 375 for about, I do believe it's 12 or 14 minutes, and it's done, and it's really delicious. In the meantime, you will have the big wow effect, and you don't have the stress. Well, souffles are one of those wow dishes, you yes. know. I mean, they're fairly easy to make, yeah. but... but they're great, you know. People, people see a souffle and they go, "Wow, a souffle! This is incredible." Mm -hmm. It has that so, richness without being, right. without being overloading too. It has this light, light airiness that it gets. That uh, after a big meal is kind of the perfect way to still indulge to dessert, but not over, maybe not overdo it. So I got a rule right. when it comes to big meals. And it's not definitely not a French rule because we eat a lot of bread and butter. But when you do a tasting menu, when you do a multiple courses, try to make sure that you will not fill up on bread because you arrive to dessert and you're full. And, and you're not able to really enjoy everything all the way through. So what I've done is I, um, for bread itself, I created a lot of gluten-free recipes. And without the gluten, you because there's a lot of nut base, then it keeps it a little bit lighter. But you have to, you know, remember that if you fill up still on this uh, on these breads, you see, you 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 be full. That's one. That's one of the challenges. So when it comes to dessert, what I like to do is like that chicken, that uh, chocolate souffle is really cool. But what about cobblers? I mean, I know that you have great cobbler stories and recipes. Right, cobbler's is a wonderful homey, especially in the winter. You know, cobbler, you can you can. Uh, there's such a vast variety of what you could use for cobbler's. Uh, you know, rhubarb, strawberries, and it's apples right apples, now. Apples, oh, apples are pears. in. Yes, so, and they're they're easy to do. You know, and that's mm -hmm. something also you can do a day ahead. Yes, and same thing. Don't refrigerate it leave it room temperature mm -hmm. that uh it, it just the flavors are so much better so there's a recipe that my, my grandmother taught me how to do when i was most likely about four years old and i had three sisters so we were always fighting who's gonna lick the bowl to you know of the batter because we it is so good and it was a caramelized uh uh apple upside down cake i think you had it at my house one time and it's you make a caramel and the caramel has butter in it you let it sit, you put your apple on top, and then you make a, just a very simple batter, which is 
uh, uh, we have uh, uh, egg yolk, sugar, a little bit of flour, some vanilla, a little bit of lemon zest. You mix all that stuff together. Then you whip the uh, egg white to make it almost like a little, uh, um, I don't know, like a little... Like you know, nice and foamy, like a meringue, I would say. Mm -hmm. You fold it together, you bake it. Like an hour later, boom, it's done. You do it the day before, yes. then you flip it, and that's it. It's done. But those are the things that you can do. So, so we're giving you guys a lot of great ideas. Now it's your turn to to also go to the internet as tons of recipes. You go to. Uh, Food Network, for example, they will be able to to say, okay, Bernard, we're talking about a caramel, up and upside down, caramelized. Let's see what comes up. But it will help you to 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 get a recipe and to just bake. So it's not only what we're telling you what to do, but uh, what, what ideas. But at the same time, you know, make sure that you go to those resources. So like this, you can have a, a great um, Valentine's. Yes. Make it make it great. So, Molly, have you got plans yet for Valentine's? Or? Oh, I wasn't planning on being on the mic here, <laughs> well, Tim. You're putting me on the spot. I, yeah, I did want to do that <laughs> for you. You know, Mom. I did not have Valentine's Day plans, but now, after listening to this conversation, I'm scheming up right. <laughs> what so I the, could make, we got, perhaps. We got the juices flowing. You got the juices right, flowing. So yeah, I'm guessing oysters. Would that be okay, Tim? <laughs> oysters are great. You can do an oyster souffle. <laughs> oyster souffle. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know what's great about the oysters, though? You can have it you know, on the half shell. This is a classical. But you can also, you take an oyster, and you take a little bit of crab meat, and you put a, just a little bit of uh, uh, heavy cream, for example, some salt, pepper, and uh, some uh, uh, parsley, and you bake it. It's really good. It's yes. super simple. Super simple. So do yeah. things who are... Oysters is one of those... It's hard yeah. to mess up an oyster. Really. I like yeah. I like that idea, too, because maybe your significant other isn't into the oysters on the half shell, and you are. Yeah. Maybe you can get them a little bit involved in the oyster game, yeah. too. Do the oysters Rockefeller kind of kind of style or something right. something of yeah. that. Introduce them to that way. Because a lot, a lot of people are hesitant to eat a raw oyster. So Yeah. Yeah, there, and there's a lot of... Great cooked oyster dish. Uh, well, yeah, and, and you have to, w when you're opening the oysters, so let's talk about oysters one on one here. You got to make sure that we, the oysters are not open. What I mean by that is they still have all the juice, they're still alive. An oyster is, a, it's, it has to be alive, it's, it's dead. Then what will happen is, most likely, you will get, you'll get sick. And we don't want this to happen on Valentine's. Well, that's the important thing to do is is take care of the oysters after you buy them. Mm -hmm. How to take care of, them. and it's very simple. Uh, you just wash them in cool water. You don't want to let them sit in water. You want to just keep a damp uh, towel over them and put them in the refrigerator, and that's it. They'll they'll last um, a long time. So, and uh, uh, you know, I was just thinking of aphrodisiac. Uh, um, I would say. Uh, ingredients ginger ginger is really really good for you as well and it's it's not only good for you to have fun it is also good for you for your digestion so it's really it's really fun so you can you can incorporate a lot of ginger into your recipes and it's 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 a lot of fun right. it's, it is good for the digestion yeah. you don't want to eat a big meal and no. then pay the price after that when, yeah. when it's a it's a special occasion. And using so, that fresh ginger and those fresh spices too. That's it. Um, you probably have a you probably have a spice cabinet that's 
full of a lot of spices that have been there for years. Mm-hmm. But maybe this is the day to kind of refresh that and either buy dried spices that might be a little bit more fresh because they do have a some kind of shelf life, shelf life, or buy that fresh ginger root, um, fresh thyme, fresh fresh parsley, um, all that stuff, and go the ex- go the extra mile with that. Yeah, I think that uh, when it comes to um, Valentine's, you should have Valentine once a month. So like this, you would be well trained for the 14. <laughs> and uh, and and at the same time, I'm, I'm seeing it really seriously. It's just like we have very busy lives, and to have this very special moment, like you make time once a month where you will do that little f- three, four, five course dinner. It just makes it uh, special. And yes, of yeah. course, the 14 is special, yeah. but it makes it even more special. Yeah, you don't want yeah. it just to be a one, once a no. year thing. No, no, no. But Ian just uh, um, brought something uh, that you and I talked about. We were talking about spices and spice mixology, and it's something that we wanted to do on one of our shows. Yes. And that could yeah. be next show, so stay tuned on that one because I think we're going to talk spices. Yes, let's And we're going to teach you guys what to do with spices and how spices have you know they have a life uh spices who are two years old are gone yes they are gone and the reason why they are gone is because all of the um the 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 the, the flavor just disappears the potency disappears well the problem is people buy them in bulk and too too much spices but mm-hmm. but you have a great uh selection down at the co-op and you can buy as little as as mountain as you want and that's, that's the best it. way to do it because you're they're rotating the spices. It's always fresh, and it just makes so much difference. Fresh spices because mm-hmm. you get the f- the unique and the the flavor that it it produces. Yeah, and the other fresh. thing that we'll talk about is the benefit of spices. Uh, there's a lot of health benefits when it comes to spices, and uh, so stay tuned on that because we will be talking about that on our next show, and uh, that would be definitely very special. Uh, I'm looking definitely forward to it. Okay, so I hope we've uh, inspired you and uh, helped you in ways for this uh, special event, Valentine's Day coming up, and uh, do do something special this year. You know, we've we've just gone through, especially what we've just gone through the past couple of years with the pandemic. Mm-hmm. This it's a really good way to get some of that relief of uh, life stresses that we've gone all gone through and put out some love on yeah. a special day. Time to share the love. And to share the love, the recipe is you make sure that you plan ahead, uh, plan your menu, your beverages, make sure that uh, you have everything ready from the time that you, if you do it at home, it could be the music and the mood and everything. If you want to go out, make your reservation yesterday, I mean today. <laughs> uh, and then uh, you will have a very successful uh, uh, Valentine's. Because after all, life is delicious. And that's the way we like it. Life <laughs> is delicious. And thanks again for joining uh, Thank you. Buck and Bernie on another episode. And we'll see you on the next first Monday of the month. And we'll be talking spices. Culinary adventures. And on this one, it will be really from country to country, from spices to spices. God, I'm excited. (laughs) All right. We'll see you then. Take care.